On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. We are going to talk about uh, free contraception which is something which was provided for under recent legislation which has been passed uh, by the Oireachtas and signed into law by President Higgins. It's now just awaiting commencement uh, by the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly. The intention is that it's supposed to offer free contraception to all women aged between 17 and 25 years old. Dr Sylvester Mooney is the founder of webdoctor.ie. He's with me in studio. Sylvester, you have some concerns around how universal this is actually going to be. Good morning, Gavin. Uh, Thank you for your interest. Yes, uh, we, we were first advised about this that it was going to happen earlier in the year and uh, we made contact with the Department of Health and as far as I know the intention was that this would be brought in uh, in either August early or late um, and so we pretty were imminently yeah. yeah and well that was the plan okay. um, I, the, we were advised initially it was going to be the IMO I've been in touch with them they said yes uh, it, theoretically we should uh, we should have a, 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 a access to it however uh, we're just concerned because we provide a very uh, vital service, for, particularly for the se- uh, for the seventeen to twenty five year old age group, which mm. is the first cohort for which this is being addressed. And you see, uh, people can misunderstand free contraception. Like if you go to the pharmacist, f- say for the pill, you have to have a prescription. Yes, right. That's the first thing. Yeah. So, so, the, have, so the idea is then that someone would do, would they have to pay for a GP's appointment before they get the pill for no, free? No, the intention. Is, no, the intention is that. That'll be free, but okay. it means you have to find a GP. Now, the the seventy percent of practices are closed. GPs mm. have closed their practices both, because, yeah. yeah, they've just been run ragged with with COVID over the last couple of years. Uh, our service, we're seeing that particularly because in our video service. We're seeing people who have, like in the last six to eight years, lots of people have come from all over the world and they tried to sign on with a local GP and they can't access local GPs. I had one lady who moved from Dublin to a Midlands town. She tried seven practices and couldn't sign on. Mm. So our service, which is a written type consultation, okay, so it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And it's done in a written format. And it's, uh, we have all sorts of inbuilt safety aspects to it so that we prescribe safely. The only thing that the patient has to do is pop into, say, a local pharmacy, get a blood pressure, weight and height, and then take, they'll usually issue a a docket and then they upload that and we we can issue the prescription. And of course, telemedicine and video calls with GPs have become fairly common place in the last two and a half years given that a lot of people were discouraged from going to a GP in certain circumstances all of which was very understandable yeah. but to get to the crux of your concerns your concern is that it appears in your eye at least that this scheme will operate and that effectively someone who in, is intending to use a video call with a GP won't actually be able to avail well, it service, w- or well, may not be able to may not be able to or may, I mean the important thing to stress is that this can be done without a video call it can be done safely through a written consultation Right, and the, the important thing about that is, if you're like, if you particularly look at the cohort, they're maybe going to college. They have to try and find a GP. They have to, you know, they, and then they go on to their first job and they have to find another GP, depending on where they are. Where, uh, whereas this is available literally on, and like they order yeah. everything from a from a medical sure. consultation yeah. to a pizza on, yeah. online. You know, <laughs> I mean that's 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 well, the way that's the way yeah. that cohort well, lives. Your now. company webdoctor.ie does about one hundred and fifty thousand online consultations a year. Uh, mm. Your company says, and about twenty thousand of those are for prescriptions for the, the oral contraceptive pill. So, what what is the issue then? Because I had a quick look at the the legislation before we came on air and I couldn't see anything that immediately offered uh, 
acted as something of a disclaimer for for remote consultation. It simply says that this contraception can be offered for free by any participating GP. So, so what's the problem then if someone uses your service, the, and why wouldn't they be able to get it for free? The in well, the the in for one thing, it looks like at the moment we 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 don't know how we're going to how how the remuneration will work because under the current circumstances GPs in a bricks and mortar setting are paid by the HSE's primary care reimbursement okay. service right and so they if you're did, doing it they did they reimburse it yes, to Dr Sylvester Mooney specifically exactly. named okay absolutely uh, and they don't necessarily deal with limited companies to our knowledge okay and our concern is that a fantastic service which is available as I said 247365 will not be available to a, to a cohort of people who really utilise online for so, so many things. So is your concern then that if someone makes an appointment with your service or another comparable one that they're not making an appointment with a specific GP they just get whichever GP is rostered to, to deal with their query at the time and that that doesn't count for reimbursement? No, I no, I don't think I, I don't think it comes to that because my my information from the IMO is that well any doctor who's registered should be able okay. to sign on. But I mean, yeah. certainly talking talking to uh, the folks who do the numbers in our place, yeah. uh, it appears that there would be problems with this. You know. So is your concern then? So is the issue that that uh, doctors who are working for your service they are working exclusively for your service, and that would mean that they would have to be web doctor that gets reimbursed, and that's something that the HSE doesn't do. From my from from what we okay. can gather, yes, that's that's our concern. Which which must then be an increasingly prevalent thing, given that a lot of people's health insurance policies come with a certain number of video consultations for doctors, and because of the convenience, and because a lot of people th- see it as quite routine. They don't want to have to make an appointment to go and see a GP in person for a renewal of the pill. It must be fairly commonplace. Uh, sir, well, particularly, I mean, we started work back in 2014 and when the pandemic came along, it was a, literally a lifeline from the point of view of accessing medical care. Mm. Uh, but I mean, apart all of them, that it's a very green technology because it saves you having to travel yeah. down to the GP and fi- have a GP and find, mm. you know, and, and, and uh, saves you time and, and uh, a lot of trouble. Have you been able to get any clarity from the HSE or from the Department of Health more pertinently about we, whether you count for this or not? Uh, the short answer is no. No, uh, to be fair to the HSE, they have been very proactive in terms of, you know, uh, embracing uh, the, the, the online mm. aspect of medical care. And I mean, very quickly when the pandemic hit, they established a secure uh, health mail so that we could send our prescriptions securely directly to the pharmacist. So, you know, the HSE, are, are, you know, are, I would mm. have to compliment them on that. Uh, essentially, what we're looking at is, you know, we're, we're in the dark and suddenly if this is uh, if if this is suddenly announced, you know where do we stand in mm. that? So as it stands right now, we don't know when this this system is going to be up and running, but we're told it's going to be fairly soon. And when it is, you have no idea whether your service, which has a large caseload of people who have mm. proper medical queries and who are able to get proper prescriptions like anyone else, yeah. will actually be able to get the, the prescriptions for free the way that they're be told they will. Exactly. And do you know at all when there might be clarity on that, or whether there's any scope for you to be able to talk to the department or the minister to get? Any kind of green light on that? The short answer is no. Uh, I mean, it was the intention to bring it in in August of this year, uh, as in this month. Yes. But, uh, I mean, I haven't heard anything to indicate that it's going to happen anytime soon. And you presume and that there'd be consultation with the IMO or some of the medical yes, to let them the, know when it's and, coming. Yeah, and the, the latest I had on that within the last 10 days or maybe two weeks was that uh, the consultations on it were continuing. Um, so as it stands right now we have no idea when it's going to kick in and we have no idea whether every GP including those that work for your service will actually be able to do it 
the Correct. way that's in, indicated. Uh, we will keep in touch with you because it'll be very interesting to know exactly uh, what comes of all of that. Uh, Sylvester Mooney is the founder of webdoctor.ie. Sylvester, thank you very much for joining us in studio. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. It all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.